0: You're listening to the Uncommonwealth Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm also with my other buddy. Aaron Kramer. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Gotta love, love it. I that intro. You did? I just felt yes. like I had to switch it up a little bit. You know? I liked it. Thank you. Uh, we got a duocast today and a fun one because we just had a podcast the other day, maybe a couple of weeks ago, with uh, James and Scott. James Green, Scott Lowe. They were individuals that sold their business. I have high respect for these two. Uh, they sold their business for not a small uh, sum of money. And this all came out, uh, or or my thought process for this podcast came out in that podcast. And that's why I'm giving you so much backstory. But in the podcast, what they they had this big check drop into their checking account within four weeks, each one of them had a panic attack, like a pretty significant panic attack. And w- in that podcast, you can go back and listen to it, but they kind of said like, there was an identity issue that was happening that I didn't yeah. have this, this baby that I've been pouring into for eight years for them. Um, ten. Also for 10, yeah. 10 for Scott, eight for, for James, but okay, yeah. basically let's just say eight. The reason why I said eight is because they were really like, like pushing hard where they quit their job for eight years, Oh, no, you're, you're, right. you're right. 10 is about right. But And then the other side of it was they didn't realize how hard they were pushing their body and mental capacity while they were doing it because they were just like kind of used to it. And they thought that maybe afterwards it was when, you know, your body kind of caught up to you, like your choices started making and and do all this stuff. So today I want to talk about when things happen, transitions in your life. And I see this in retirement folks, the people who retire who've been working their whole life And now they stop completely abruptly and they have money, but they kind of have this identity issue. This like burnout of like all those years of all the grind and all the hard work and all the stress has kind of cultivated to this. Like I might not be doing well. Then you add on top of that, the identity of like, you're not going to work anymore. It's real. And I'm, I think my, to try to tip my hand a little bit, I'm going to give you the solution a little bit, and maybe it isn't, but one solution is like trying to figure out what the next phase is before you're done with the other phase. So you can seamlessly transition into that. Anyway, I know, Aaron, you have a lot of thoughts on this, and I can't wait to unpack them. But that's what the podcast is about. Retirement burnout or transition burnout, where you realize how hard you've been pushing. And at some point, your body's just like, no more. I can't do it. So let's talk about it.
1: Yeah, I think it's amazing. I mean, the transition for the burnout part, like that one is very foggy for me, but like the, I can relate a lot to the identity issue over it. Mm. Cause I mean, you're working real hard for something for a long time and then to walk away, that's a hard thing. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, it is like, you can't help, but like
0: have it be a part of your identity. I want you to talk about, cause you had a perfect analogy of this and it's a different transition, but it's the similar college athletes.
1: Yeah. So or high school have,
0: athletes even.
1: Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm that guy since I played in college. I think it's funny when people in high school, I agree. I, but I didn't the, want to it. Everybody on. gets to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not special. Yeah. Uh, it is special. I'm not discrediting people that play, but I, I do know through my friends and everything from college college athletes go through this. And I was not a great college athlete. Like I made varsity. That was the highlight of my career of wrestling, right? Of wrestling, you know, oh, like yeah. now we were, I was on a real good team, but so it, making varsity was no small thing, but like, I wasn't this yeah, all-star. It wasn't an all-American or nothing like that. And it still hit me. Sure. You know? So oh, like yeah. I came out of school. Cause you think about it for your first how many of your years? Like, so you got 12 there in grade school and then you got four more. So you got 16 years, you know, 12 to 16 years where you're like, if someone asks you, like, Hey, Aaron, or Hey, Philip, describe yourself. Yeah, and the I'm first thing that come out of my mouth oh, was yeah. I'm a wrestler. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So, and then you get out of school and then you doing all these interviews and people are like, describe yourself. I'm a dang it. I don't know what I am. <laughs> <You> <laughs> right. Know? Right. So but right. like you see it all the time where you have to go and do this whole new find yourself kind of thing. Out of I also see this is funny that you're saying this because as you're talking, I think about, I had a conversation
0: at a wedding um, and I talked to an individual that w- was in the military, his whole career, yeah, 30 some years or like 25. And like it, there's money is no object to him. Like, Oh that's coming in. And he's like, I don't even know who I am. Like they told me what to wear. They told me where to be at what time. And he's like, I got none of that. And he's like, yeah. I have no idea who I am. And see, like, I was a, like,
1: that, how scary. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. Cause that is another area that I see people when they leave the military, they get depressed Yeah, because that's their, again, their identity. They're a soldier. That's who they are. Right. You know? Right. And now that they're not doing, they don't do that anymore. They don't put that uniform on. They're not a soldier anymore. So you know? sad. It's
0: so yeah. sad. And I'm and, sure that we are not going to have the, the answer here at this Uncommon Wolf podcast, but it's oh, no. fascinating to see. And yeah. I think for me, like seeing James and Scott, cause we'll kind of circle back to them thinking like, well, what am I doing today to make sure that I'm not going to have a burnout tomorrow? And who knows? Right. Cause mental, like that kind of stuff, like it can happen to anybody. So yeah, there's no way I can be like, well, I'm going to fix it. There's no way, but it is it was at least an interesting thought to me of thinking, man, I'm grateful. I did have this thought in the show. I'm grateful. I don't have millions of dollars hit my bank account because I wonder if I would start analyzing my body and my, like, am I doing okay? Like, I don't know if I'm doing okay. I might not be doing okay. Like, and you know how yeah. that, like self fulfills prophecy. Uh, and, and now I don't have to worry about money. Like I don't really need to do the work. Like, it's just weird. And then you have this identity thing of like, oh, yeah, but I sold my business, so I can't do that.
1: And I can't really do
0: like what? Uh Oh, you know, and then you're in a back. Yeah,
1: a <laughs> it's super complicated. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, it's interesting to think about what they had to go through for that, because I mean, I know like when I talk to my other fellow friends and college and athletes, like you go, hey, you're, you're kind of lost, right? Yeah. But oh, like, yeah. Also, in the same sense, for the burnout portion of it, like, to if you don't get the chance to, like, leave, and, and help the, like, the identity thing before leaving, my idea of always is, and, like, when I talk to other people that went through this, is you need to tie your identity to something that can't be taken from you. Oh, that's good. Right? you with a deep knowledge today. Yeah. No, I don't know. 50 points for you. No, I've just seen a lot of therapists. <laughs> Okay, like, so what would that be? So like for me, it was just like you know, like I'm a man of God, right? Like right. I yeah. okay. I'm a husband, I'm a uh, father. You can't right. take these things from me. Right. Like there's nothing that yeah. can happen where you're gonna take this from me. So kind of. Like I think that like I'm a man of God. Like
0: that, yes. But like that, marriage, like you never know. Like that stuff could be well, I'm not married. Well, like, yeah, I mean, like married. hopefully,
1: I guess. You, yeah, you get a divorce. That's true. Or like she gets in a car accident, or. But see, know. I think you're still a husband at that point. Like, I'm just you're a widowed, but like you're still a husband. Like you're still okay. there, Go right? Ahead. Um. Okay, so then divorced, like that could happen, right? Yeah, that that one that totally like blew up my portion of that one. So it might need a new identity portion of that, but hopefully not. Like that can't just be taken away. There's not a time on that, right? Like, yeah,
0: and I do think there's multiple things that you can put your stamp of approval. Like I'm a father, right? Yeah. Or, or I'm a husband. Right. And so maybe there's multiple things that you actually are pouring into. Yes. Therefore having all of them get you yanked away is probably not going to happen. Right. But I was thinking like even sports, you got to be careful because like you get hurt and you can't do it. And then oh is yeah. filled up in your you sports sports in there. Yeah. Right. And so I think even hedging your bet in this, like here's a stupid example. You, you're you just going to kick me, but here we go. So I love to play disc golf. Just love yeah. I'm such a loser. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but I like it. It's like my therapy. I get why people want to go out and golf. Cause like, they're good at it. I'm decent at the old, old disc golf, but there was a time where I was like, Oh man, I can't go disc golfing. Cause it's windy. It's, it's like windy. And I was like, okay, what other sport or what other thing could I do? What other hobby could I do? And I picked up flying a kite, <laughs> yes like it's called a, it's a power kite so it's not just like your tiny little kite like it'll pull you around and i was like this is brilliant because it's windy okay then let's go fly a kite okay it's windy it's not windy can't do that well then go let's go play disc golf. so it was almost like i was hedging my bets in the hobbies that i was kind of liking um so i wonder if this there's some wisdom in that when you're talking about your identity right No. Yeah. what what do you who are you well I, i'm i'm you know, man of God, like a husband, my father, you know, I also get to hang out with a lot of amazing people and serve them by helping them with finances. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if there's a way that you could hedge all that yeah. but at the, all of it doesn't usually get yanked away,
1: but it's like, I guess like, you know, for us, if I'm just thinking here on the podcast live here, like diversifying yes. your Hobbies, like, and hobbies and interests. Hobbies and interests, right? Yes. I have a similar moment. Like I can tell you this year. So whenever this airs, I can tell you it was like a few months ago. I don't feel like you probably remember this because I told you about it. Cause it like hit me to my core. Yeah. My wife asked me, Aaron, if you, if a friend, he had to go to a friend and do something all day, what would you do? But here's the catch. You can't do. Yeah. No, you can't do, you can't work out. Yep. Can't go see a movie. Can't work. Can't work. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like, and that means that it can't work. Like I can't read a book, you know, not that you're going to read a book with a friend, but you, maybe you're doing book study or something, but that's do to work. I only read if it has to do with work. And I was like, "Poop. I don't know. I had nothing. Like I had absolutely n- nothing. And so Good. you only get a day. So you're not going to go on a trip. Yeah. And I was like, I have nothing. Right.
0: So here's my thing. Like, and this is a question I used to talk to people when I used to first meet them, especially for my job. Hey, if you had nothing to do tomorrow, what would you do? You know, just hear what they have to say. Right. So I guess that's my exercise for our listeners today. If you had nothing to do tomorrow and money were no object, what would you do? What would you do? What would be, you know, and all day, right? Like what would you do? And, and just write those things down. And then at the end of it, like what's the core? Well, I travel. Oh, okay. Travel might be something that you're interested in, you know? Yeah. And whatever it is and pretend like that there's no amount of time for tomorrow, right? Like you could play all day or you could travel all day or whatever and just write down as many things as you're like, Oh, I'd want to do that. I want to do this one. How excited are you for that day to come? And then two, What are those things that you can continue to do and start fostering those for when this transition happens? You're excited about the other things that you get to go pour yourself into. Yeah, because there's a there's a statistic out there like I don't know how many years after you retire you die. Yep, and I think that's all. that's probably for everybody, but for the people who don't have anything and their identity was in work. Yeah. Like you're sitting on the couch, you're doing absolutely nothing that you love to do. Yeah. But the people that seem like they like love their life in retirement are the people who are active and they're like, I get into this.
1: I'm going to go play pickleball. I've got dominoes. I've got this. <laughs> like, Holy cow. That is yeah, quickly. I want our listeners to know when you see those people that do that though, guess what? All those people that got busier did those things prior to retirement as well. Right. Right. And they've worked on that. Yeah. Cause like the old saying, like an old dog, don't learn new tricks. Right. Like you ain't retiring at 65 and then you're going to pick up woodworking. You're not going to pick up, pick a ball. Yeah. You're not right. going to pick up exercise. You're going to, you're, you've got That's your habits point. and your things. You're not going to learn a new trick, you know? Right. So, so good. learn, take it now and then like run with it. And then maybe it's just a little bit, you know, like, but right. The, it would be really hard. Even if it's like one of those things, if you're in a career, like a doctor, attorney, like start thinking about how you're gonna mentor somebody younger than you that in that career. That's good.
0: Here's another thing too. I think the the people that I find that have true the, the most joy, happiness, are the people that have served or pouring out their selves, their talents, their gifts, their wisdom to other people. It's yeah. not the people who kind of isolate themselves but it's the people who are like pushing forward of like, Hey, I want to serve this next person or I want to mentor this person. Those people have purpose in my, in my perspective and they are thriving. Not only are they thriving, but like I would say that majority of those people are like, Oh my gosh, like, yeah, I'm mentoring him, but I find far more wisdom in that time. Like, I feel yeah. like I get more blessed than that person. Right. Right. What a cool thing!
1: That's an awesome thing. And the, the people that want to challenge us on this, because I agree with you 100, is like I would love you to challenge me on this. Because we are social animals. We are pack animals. Like we want to be around people. So I don't even care how introverted you think you are. The people are like I hate being around other people. Like I call it a bunch of BS. You just want it to be a smaller group of people, you know? So like, or you want those to be your people. people, right? Smaller group of people. You're right. Maybe yeah. one other person, but yeah. But yeah, it's like, just like, you know, if you spent your entire life building a set of skills, man, I, I just had a flashback of like taking, I have a set of skills. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, no, uh, you build up a, like a set of skills, like, what better thing to like pass them on?
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Here's another analogy of this just to kind of prove the point. Like, all right, you just catch, you no, know, you just hit a hole in one and you're by yourself. Yeah. I'd be like, I would be super pissed. I'd be mad. I'd be like, yeah. no, no. Or I had a hole in one in, in Frisbee golf and no one's around. I'm telling you right now, like there's just not as much joy as you could have when somebody is witnessing it with you.
1: Yeah. Well, that, okay. To bring in another analogy or like, if we're trying to convince our listeners to take this on, like if you're an athlete of any sort or just in general, Philip, like, how many times have you heard or have you said, oh, if I only knew what I knew now back when I was younger? Oh, man. Yeah. Every day. Like, I think about that as an act, like just being right. athletics was a big deal to me. You know, my entire life, I'm still a meathead. And I sit there and think, if I knew what I knew now mm-hmm. back then, oh, right. my gosh. Right. Well, okay. You can't go. We don't have a time machine. Nope. You can't go back and would you actually want to go back? No. Like, what can you go give that knowledge to somebody else that's going through that younger time yeah, yeah. to like right, launch them forward? Like that would be amazing to see someone succeed and like totally surpass whatever you could ever dream of doing as an athlete or right. professional. that's why parenting is so cool. Right. Cause you get to like live
0: vicariously through your kids. I remember yeah. the first time we went back to, we went to like a playground and I was like, this is awesome. Cause you get to like witness it through your child yeah. and there's some excitement and joy that happens when you get to see other pe- people witness like their happiness and they're having fun. Like it's, it's great. So I think my big challenge at the end of this is to one, how can I love my life right now? Like yeah. not, Hey, when I get here, I'm going to do this. No, no, no. Like right now, what is it going to look like? to have true joy. For me, it's serving and it's just being around more people that might not be yours. That's okay. The other thing I think is what can I do now to make sure that at the end of this rainbow or this transition, I don't get burnout. I am, I'm trying to stay healthy. I'm not working, you know, 12 hour days because I do think that that will, it it just takes its toll on you and you don't know how that's going to manifest. Yeah. So, how are you going to stay healthy while you are continually working hard? That's my yeah.
1: point. I mean, and to add to yours, like even like I'm someone like I know on our team, everyone knows. Like, I like working. Right. I will work 12 hours a day, and I will enjoy it. Right. But for the health of it, then you get yes. asked questions like, "What would you do if you don't get to work?" And it's like, yes. Oh, you know, well, it's good. It's good. So- man. <laughs> So like for me, like I am happy and I am joyful to work 12 hours a day, but it's one of those things where I'm setting myself up for a huge depression. If I ever lose this career, All right, dude, so I have to diversify. So that's, that's like, right. I, I love that for you, like your challenges to that. And also I guess my challenge is like when, when we say joy and like truly en- enjoy what you're doing or like life, like I don't want to confuse you too much, but it doesn't mean like you're going through life with a smiley face the entire time. For sure. Right. Like life is hard. Oh yeah. You know, but like, it's like diversify the challenges and so you can step away and come back at it with a fresher mind.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. I do think that there's a lot of people who will see somebody who's joyful And then are a little bit skeptical of like, "Mm, that's artificial joy. And, and for, for me, I almost, I don't know if this is 100% true, but like, I'm almost just as vocal when I'm having a bad day. Here's why. Because when I am having a good good day, you'll know I'm having a good day. Yeah. If I'm having a bad day, Hey, I'm just struggling today, you know? Yeah. Uh, So I had a, I had a gentleman today that I just met with. He's awesome. His name's Jim one of our clients. And he was like, I'm just tired. I'm tired. And his mother-in-law's passing away. She's a hospice. And like, I just, I'm going to text him later tonight and just be like, how much I value our friendship that you could be honest enough to tell me that he's tired and he's kind of worn out, you know, because we're not always on cloud nine. That's not realistic. So great point.
1: Great point. Like to edify you in that too, though, like, Mm -hmm. you do this really well. I know I look up to you for this. It's like, you put on a good game face, but it's not just like a game face, like you have learned to enjoy the grind. Hmm. Where, like, if you know, and everybody tests this, if you walk up to Philip, he will tell you, he's like, Oh, you know, it's another day, which means like I'm grinding. Yeah, but you say it with a smile, right. and nobody's gonna feel like your grind. Like, no one's gonna be like, Oh, avoid Philip, because you know, yeah. things are hard right now. you have to, you don't snap on it. but you like truly, like I feel like you're getting really close, if not mastered that, like lo- the love of the grind. Yeah, dude, it's, we have to, right? Like we yeah. gotta paddle. Okay, but it's and great because then- like, I'm just saying like, I mean, I love the grind, but sometimes the grind can get me. And then it's like, everybody knows I'm going the grind because I'm going to take the grind out on you. Like you, <laughs> but you don't do that. You've done a great job. And honestly, like I, for this point in this season of my life,
0: I can't afford to not enjoy the grind. Yeah. And I'm selfish enough, like even in life. And I like, I don't know if I have ever told anybody or the podcast this, but I remember when my church, there was a lot of people moving. And I remember like, no one really wants to help people move. And I was like, how can we make this fun? Like moving is not fun. And I made a goal of like, how many people can we get at this person's house? That was kind of just like my fun. We had 38 people the first time, 38 people to help this individual move. We moved them in in 48 minutes, 48 minutes. I had to, I think I had to go back to the truck six times or something. Like that's not really helping somebody move. It's like, that's fun. And after that, I was like, what if we try to do this in 30 minutes? And everybody was like, all right, who's Who's moving next? Like it was a challenge. Everyone was like, we were like ants, like, okay, who's moving next? Anyway, so every time we heard somebody coming into church and moving, we were like, we're there. And again, it was gonna last you know, 30 to 40 minutes and it was gonna be done. And these people were gonna be like, what just happened? Okay, my point in saying all that is not to edify me, but I love to make things fun. And if we can't make things fun, I get really depressed really quick. And I feel yeah. like right now in our grind, it's still fun. Here's why, we get to go help some amazing people. They still look up to us and value our opinion. And we're not doing this together as a team. Like everyone has their paddle, everybody's paddles in the, in the water and we're just rowing together. Like there is yeah. something really unifying about that. And I know that we're building something bigger than ourselves. And that is worth enjoying the grind. Yeah.
1: See, and that's why I think it's great. Like, so that's for our listeners, you know, enjoy the grind, but that doesn't mean like, I mean, it doesn't mean you can put a smile on your face and enjoy it. But like, doesn't mean like on the inside, you're like screaming. Yes. (laughs) You know, that's a good
0: point. It's a good point. All right. So you've been listening to the Uncommon Wealth Podcast. I've been your host, Philip Ramsey. And I'm Aaron Kramer. Thanks for listening. Until next time, go do something for yourself so you don't get burnt out. Be uncommon. Be uncommon. Go get some more hobbies. Yeah. Thanks for listening. That's all for this episode, brought to you by Uncommonwealth Partners. Be sure to visit uncommonwealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.